People have heard about the CO2 problem in the atmosphere, but what they don't recognize is that CO2 is absorbed into the ocean from the atmosphere and it's slowly changing the ocean chemistry. What happens is the ocean, as it absorbs that CO2, uh, becomes more acidic and the carbonate that's available to the shelled organisms to grow becomes less abundant. We're already starting to see the effects on shelled organisms, particularly in the Pacific Northwest. Um, where the scientists are really concerned that we're on a trajectory to essentially change the state of what we're seeing in the ocean. The issue is, uh, is particularly prevalent on the West Coast because of the physical nature of how the ocean circulates on the West Coast. Uh, what we have is uh, essentially prevailing winds that lead to something called upwelling, where the deeper ocean waters tend to come to the surface by our coast. More importantly, we have a very narrow, we call continental shelf. That's the area that's essentially the shallow area, and, it, and so the deep upwaters come very close to shore. That's why you're starting to see the effects on things like the shellfish industry here on the West Coast before it happens in other places in the country. We are essentially the canary in the coal mine for the rest of the country. In particular, the deeper waters are the ones that have the most acidification. Um, in essence, what happens is when the, when the uh, ocean absorbs the uh, CO2 from the atmosphere, it tends to do it into colder waters and because CO2 is more um, absorbable at, at higher concentrations in these colder waters. And so what happens is that those deeper, colder waters come to the surface right by our coast. About three years ago, the state of California joined with the other two West Coast states and the province of British Columbia, recognizing that they had an information gap. In order to effectively plan how to move forward, they needed a better feel for what is the state of the science and what are the management options that are available to them. They formed a 20 a 20-person expert panel to provide them that advice. I was privileged to be one of those panel members. Uh, we recently put out a report that identified for them eight recommendations for how they can move forward and 14 action items that are things that they can do within the next year to get started. They fall into two major classes. One class is the things that we can do to reduce the rate of acidification and the other is things we can do to help the organisms cope with expo increasing exposure. So the panel's uh, report was released only about a month ago, but during that time we've had the opportunity to brief uh, most of the management community uh, on the West Coast and some of the legislators on the West Coast. And everyone we've, we've talked with has had the same reaction. This is a real problem. This is something we need to deal with. And they were particularly appreciative of the fact that we laid out such a clear set of recommendations and action items. And we're already starting to see uh, the managers take actions that they can take and legislators starting to introduce legislation that, that will respond to the recommendations that we've had. I think that while it's a depressing story that our ocean is acidifying, it's really an encouraging story to see how people are starting to react as they gain knowledge. The Aquarium of the Pacific is a great place to educate people about this issue. It's not just the legislators, it's not just the managers, it's the public as a whole. If you're going to attack an issue this big, you need the, the public understanding of why we're putting those kind of resources into making these kind of fixes. Uh, the Aquarium just does a great job of reaching all kinds of folks that we as the scientists aren't going to be talking to on an everyday basis.